0: I believe we must continually choose the life we love over and over again. Sometimes part of choosing the life we love means releasing. It means saying goodbye or making the call. It's not always an easy place to be, but to grow, we have to let go. Hello and welcome. I'm Gemma Stone. And I believe life is better in all ways when your brain is your greatest asset and your mind is your strongest ally. That's what to love this life is all about. Building mental strengths and overcoming mental struggles so you can love yourself, others, and life a little more. I am so delighted to be here with you today. Now let's begin. I've spent the last few months making the most difficult decision of my professional life to date. I faced a crossroads and I had to make a decision. Do I shrink back into what is small and safe and familiar and predictable, or do I trust the next call of the life I love and lean in to the unknown, even though it's really scary? I needed to have the courage to make a change, to listen to my soul when it said no more. And the truth is I wasn't ready. I was afraid. But the fear of the unknown, it's never a good enough reason to stay stuck. After making the call and shedding the grief tears, some new seeds of life emerged. I began to understand that when we're thriving, we are in constant evolution. And to evolve, we need to release the old and embrace the new. And so I'm changing. I'm becoming something different, something more. Something that was always here. Someone who is even more in love with life. I'm so happy to be with you here today talking about this concept of how we need to let go in order to grow. This is something that I work with my clients on. We're in constant evaluation of what needs to go in order for them to grow. Sometimes this means stripping outdated identities. This is where I'm at right now. Sometimes it means... Releasing confining belief systems or deleting the stories that we're tired of telling. Sometimes it means shedding old roles and stale responsibilities or questioning whether we still want what we once wanted. But the theme for them and for me is the same. To grow, we have to let go. As we're thinking about strengthening this mental muscle of releasing, there's a mindset I think is helpful for us to carry with us. The mindset is the awareness that the one person we have the greatest influence over is our future self. So the question is, what do we need to release today for them to be liberated tomorrow? What is it that we can release so they can receive? As you hold that question in your mind, strengthening that mindset, I have a story to tell you. Once upon a time, my family, We sold almost everything that we owned and we moved into a Volkswagen van. There was four of us, four people in 80 square feet. We were planning to live in the van for a year. So we had to pack light. Packing light was the hardest for me and for the littlest son. He had at least 14 stuffies and I had a bin full of ideas, a literal bin. It was packed with journal insights that I didn't want to forget. Ideas on scraps of paper that I had been hoarding for years. All of this was tucked into a not-so-minimal giant Rubbermaid bin. When I saw this bin, I knew that I didn't want to let it go. I felt like I had to carry it with us on this adventure, like there was going to be ideas or projects that would be created from this magical bin. And so, we carried it with us. It took up so much space. I spent two months tripping over that damn bin, and I didn't open it once. On New Year's Eve of that year, we unexpectedly found ourselves in a stunning, off-the-beaten-path cove on the eastern coast of Baja. It was a magical place. When we drove up, the suns explored the beaches, and they found whale bones washed up on the shore. There was a giant turtle shell they got to discover. But the greatest gift of that cove came in the evening. In the darkest of dark skies, the stars were glistening and gorgeous, but the diamonds were in the sea. The water was aglow with blue sparkles of bioluminescence. Marveling in our bioluminescent friends, the suns tried to scoop them up in their hands and they danced along the shores, leaving a trail of wonder with every step they took. I pretended I was an avatar princess, dragging my fingertips through the water, feeling connected to every single organism through the magic of the systems that we can't always see. And as the evening went on, we decided it was time for our New Year's Eve fire. We got out of the water, we were ready for some warmth, and we didn't have very much to burn. So our fire wasn't going to last long until I looked over at our tiny home on wheels and made a choice to let go. After months of tripping over that bin with all the stuff I'd been carrying around, I decided to be brave and let it all burn. Pages and pages and journals and books, old identities and ideas, the stuff I was really afraid to let go of, the stuff I thought I couldn't live without. I let it all go. The flames released me, creating a sense of lightness and liberation. And as I watched those papers burn, as I watched the words crumple up into ash, I felt myself unraveling, becoming less afraid to let go, becoming more willing to move on. Sometimes it felt like there was an abrupt ending or other times it felt like there was a slow unraveling. I began to see how holding on to something past its expiry date was causing me to struggle. I embraced the truth that death is part of life and loss is part of love. I could feel my ego protesting, wanting me to hold on to what was burdening me because my ego thought it was keeping me safe. The chatter in my mind sounded something like this. What if you need that idea? What if you lose that insight? What if you forget what's important? What if you never come up with anything good again? Now, pro tip here, when the ego thinks it's keeping us safe, it's usually keeping us stuck. And that night I learned how important it is to let go to release with gratitude, to move on with love. Now, I've always known that releasing is something that's important, but it was that night that really seared that life lesson into my cells. If we rewind a little bit further in life, since 2011, I have been taking myself through an annual life design process that helps me reflect on what I've come through and who I've become in the process and release what I've outgrown and what's keeping me stuck and redesign a year ahead that's aligned with the life I love. This is my annual life design process. Sometimes I just take myself through it. Different years, it's become different things. In 2013, I turned it into a tiny workshop to share with other people. And then it evolved into a hundred person retreat in the beautiful Rocky Mountains and Banff. In 2020, we evolved it into an online course, which is now available. We've called the experience Thrive and you can go through the process anytime that works for you. I usually do it around New Year's or my birthday, but it's also helpful to go through it if you're moving through a big transition, like a job change or identity shift or a change in family dynamic or moving to a new location or maybe a relationship transition. There are three steps to my process. Step one is reflecting. Step two is all about releasing. And then step three is all about the redesign. And today we're talking all about the importance of releasing. Once upon a time, I tried to just redesign my life year after year. I tried to take my clients through the process of just getting clear on what do they want next without reflecting on what they needed to let go of. I think it's essential to take time to tease apart what needs to go and what can stay. I think we have to be conscious about what are the thought patterns, the habits, the beliefs, and the labels that are no longer supporting us. We have to remember that what worked for us then might not work for us now. To be really aware of what it is that we need to release so that we can receive what we're desiring next. So the invitation to you today, love, is to take a look around your heart and your home. What do you need to clean up? to cleanse, to bring to completion or closure. It might be something in your physical space. I know for me right now, my closet, my pantry, my office space are all on the list. But it also might be something in your mental space. It might be an identity, a role, a responsibility, a belief, or a habit. There are things you have outgrown. There are experiences you don't want to carry anymore. There are patterns you are ready to release. As you're moving into this fresh season of life, I would love for you to reflect on what those things are. When you let go of the old, you create space for the new. So make a list and release those things with love. As we wrap up for today, I would love to invite you to release the stuff that you keep tripping over. Think about the bin that I carried around needlessly for two months. You don't have to drag that stuff around anymore. If it's taking up space, if it's keeping you stuck, it's time to let it go. And... If you'd love some support to grow into the good, our course Thrive, it might be perfect for you. You can find the link to register in the show notes. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Helping you develop mental strengths and overcome mental struggles is my purpose. And without you, my purpose would have no place to land. Until next time, remember to love this life. clarify where the to live this life podcast fits on your path of personal growth and where you might need some extra support i am a registered psychologist in gorgeous alberta canada the rocky mountains are my backyard i know i'm so lucky and after 20 years of working with some incredible humans to help them heal the past love the present and light up the future i really do know how important it is to find the right support the content created in the show is not intended as specific therapeutic advice. The intention of this podcast is to provide stories and strategies, education and resources, and hopefully a little love, but it's not a first line of treatment for times when you're experiencing psychological distress. Because this podcast is designed for a broad audience, it's not a substitute for face-to-face therapy with a local therapist or treatment from your medical professionals. As humans, we all struggle from time to time. We all have rough days but there is a difference between a hard day and sustained mental struggle. If you feel like you're having more bad days than good days, if you are regularly distressed, please seek out professional support. Thank you for being here. Your presence matters.